0: back to another episode of My Midlife Podcast. Obviously, you got Houston here. Today's a special day. My first podcast guest, Glenn Decker, is joining us. And I want to give him a shout out and a thank you uh, for being that first guest. Glenn and I met back in, what was it, 2014. And we've kind of come up through the ranks of corporate America at the same company. Him and I have had many Long walks, many long conversations that have changed the way I think, changed the way I act, and all that kind of good stuff. You don't meet a lot of good, close friends later in life, uh, but Glenn is an exception for that. Uh, I consider him in my top tier of good friends, and I hope he does the same for me. Uh, This is an interesting conversation where we discuss the benefits of being a generalist versus a specialist, I hope you enjoy all right glenn let's just let's just go right for it welcome to the show. How does it feel being the first guest on the podcast?
1: Well, I'm honored <laughs> first of all yes I, this is news to me i'm i'm uh, I'm excited to be here um and it's smart it's smart starting with me because you start with uh, at the lowest point you can and then it's all up <laughs> from here, so I'm excited.
0: Well, I was thinking the opposite. I thought maybe setting the bar too high on the first guest episode, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, so I, I appreciate you joining. Uh, welcome to the show. Actually, so just to give you background, I don't know if you've listened to all my episodes yet, but <laughs> basically doing like little short, quick hitters, if you will, 10, 15 minutes, something along those lines. I'm kind of winging it, to be honest with you, a little bit. I might even change the name of the show to winging it. Who knows? We'll see how it goes. Um <laughs> But uh, but I'm excited to have you, so so thanks for giving me some Yeah. Of your time. All right. So so let's jump into it. I want to talk today about and we talk. We, Glenn, you and I have talked about this a lot over the last what five years, six years, whatever it's been at this point. Uh, being a generalist versus being a specialist. Yeah. So here's the the genesis of this episode is I got a work email. Glenn and I work at the same company uh we will not name that company at this time but uh i I got a team builder email so we're going to have a team building exercise here pretty soon apparently so kind of the person who's spearheading that sent out an email and they asked everyone on the team for a topic that they know a lot about basically like what are you an expert on okay and then my understanding is they're going to develop some kind of individual quiz based on that topic. And then whoever scores the highest kind of wins the team builder or something along those lines. And I realized, so the email, this email, by the way, is due at the end of today. Get so to I got to get on it pretty soon. What are we doing here? Yeah. Um, we could, could do it here. here. Yeah. Um, Maybe I will. That could be a good idea. Uh, but but the, the, basically, I don't know what my topic's going to be. I don't know what I know the most about. And I wanted to talk to you about that. First of all, if you had to answer that question, do you know, you don't have to say it, but do you know what your topic would be? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Pff, no, <laughs> that's a good one, too. <laughs> well, I,
1: I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that, I don't know if that's a sign uh, that uh-huh. uh, maybe I'm, I'm humble or just useless. I can't tell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line, yeah, right? Tricky. Well, so that's that's kind of the 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 goal of today uh, today's episode is so I you know this Glenn I take a lot of pride in knowing a little bit about everything oh, yeah. you know about those an inch deep a mile you hear away. those lines yeah 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 perfect like that's kind of what I pride myself on but now when I get an email like this I feel a little embarrassed right so I'm so right now this this podcast is called my midlife podcast right so I'm going through all these different <laughs> Uh, touch points and emotions and feelings at this point in my life. And when I got this email, it kind of hit me like, man, I don't at this point in life, maybe I should know I should be an expert at one thing. hmm. So it's kind of making me rethink uh, my pride about being a generalist. So I just want to get your thoughts on it. Do you consider yourself a generalist and what do you think are the advantages of being that over a specialist? Oh yeah.
1: I mean, I'm, I'm definitely more of a generalist. I don't know that I have the attention span to become a specialist in anything, which I'll start by saying, Mm -hmm. what does that even mean to be a specialist? And I mean, isn't the recent kind of belief that to become an expert, you have to have 10,000 hours in something.
0: I I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's a common thought. I think. So how many
1: people really have 10,000, Hours in anything, because, and I think that's the broader question. Like, is anybody? Are, I think people think they're experts in things they're not really experts in.
0: Mm-hmm. First off, right? Maybe just more expert than most of the rest of us. Right? Yeah,
1: it's a, yeah. Do you do you know more relatively than others? Now there are things as experts, just you and I, and mm-hmm. probably most people in corporate America aren't necessarily them. Although again, it may be like yeah. you know, being um, the most relative expert or having the most relative expertise. Mm-hmm. But I think, it, I think the advantage of being a generalist or one advantage of being a generalist is if you accept that and are comfortable with that, it's a willingness to go learn what you need to learn for the work mm-hmm. you're doing. So I actually was uh, – you, you gave me kind of a teaser of what we were going to be hitting on today, so I couldn't, I couldn't yeah, help myself. Yeah. I, I, I went and uh, did a little bit of brief research over some stuff I've already read, and it was very mm-hmm. simple. I just went to the most generalist blog out there. Uh, Marginal Revolution by uh, mm-hmm. our, our boy Tyler Cowan. and shout out. yep, shout out. He he has a number of good. If you just search for generalists, there's a number of one. He he's in on them in a few different times, and mm-hmm. I think what he says is pretty interesting about it. Because I I would bet you he probably. I mean he's a, he's a professor of economics, well respected, mm-hmm. uh, one of the most popular blogs uh, in the world, and he probably considers himself a generalist.
0: So, so it's okay. It's okay to be a gym. Absolutely. I I agree. And you turn me on, I'll give you credit for turning me on to his blog. He's now that the marginal revolution blog is now in my bookmarks on my Chrome. So every morning, you know, I have my routine of getting up, letting the dogs out, drinking my coffee and reading uh, websites, basically news Mm -hmm. blogs, those kind of things. And he's, he's creeping up the towards the top of the list. Like I, I really enjoy his stuff. So if you guys don't know marginal Revolution. Uh, go check it out. But yeah, that's, that's a good point. I would, I would consider him a generalist for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And he is, so he has some good stuff that he actually like, there's actually a whole book on this too, by David Epstein. And he, and Tyler touched mm-hmm. on this is called, uh, and, and it's called, you know, exactly that range. Why generalists triumph in a specialized world. Um, mm-hmm. But I was going to say, is we kind of hit on what it maybe a specialist is or right? 10,000 hours. What is a generalist? And <laughs> yeah, Tyler states that he, goes, he refers to this, I sometimes say that generalists are the most specialized people of them all. So specialized they can't, in fact, do anything except make observations of that nature. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a good point. And so that goes back though. So it's a weird circle, right? So it's good, but it it can be bad at times. This this is kind of it's it's it sounds stupid that you know, I get this email about a team building exercise at work and it completely caught me off guard. And it made me really start thinking about like, should I be at least, an, uh, you know, air, I'm using air quotes here, an expert on one thing, like, and then a generalist and everything else. So it, he brings up a good point is like, he espouses the uh, benefits of being a generalist, mm-hmm. but he also says, I mean, maybe can't, can't do much when it's all said and done, right? That's it's tough, man. Yeah, I, I mean, again,
1: I think if you want to be, I don't think you need to be a specialist. I think you can because I think again, if we go to the rule of what an expert and thus yeah. maybe mm-hmm. the ideal specialist is ten thousand hours is what it takes. You have to be committed. There has to be something driving you to want to spend ten thousand hours on anything. So you have to ask yourself if that's really worth it. And I think where this, where the value of being a journalist is in today's age too, is in the fact that. There's definitely a need for specialists in in so many different areas. But there's also, to some extent, an ability to automate some aspects of specialism, Mm -hmm. right? And that's more in like a manufacturing sense, maybe, or production sense. You know, if you're Mm -hmm. the best person at, you know, putting this one piece on a car, Right, that's something that that that's a that takes us. You can become a specialist in that, get really efficient, really fast. But you can also mm-hmm. automate that, so there's greater value, you know, in an information age of being able to understand how that piece fits in the bigger picture. And I think generally, just to solve problems, I think being a journalist helps for problem solving more often than not, because few problems are so narrow that they that they require a specialist perspective. Although there are plenty of those.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of the problems, at least the you know, I, or probably we experience in kind of the corporate lifestyle is uh, I, I don't like to use these kind of cliche terms, but the cross-functional aspects of it is how to uh, go across different teams and be able to speak a little bit of the language on the different teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the biggest problems I run into. So that I, I think that goes back to, you know, the benefits of, of being a generalist. So yeah. that's a good point.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I think there's also like thresholds. This is the weird thing too,
0: because I think you can
1: argue that generalization is Critical to innovation as well, Mm -hmm. but and and the reason I say is there's a book I think Smart Thinking, and you can find the story elsewhere too that talks about how Dyson came up with the Dyson Mm -hmm. vacuum or or, or, Mm you know structure, and it was through I think working in a sawmill that he was inspired to come up with the idea, and so it was his experience touching on a lot of different topics, understanding how to put it together that led to that. I think there's a lot of innovations like that. The only nuance I'll say there is I think it almost seems like you have to have a certain level of specialization with also an ability to have a general knowledge and more importantly, of right. a general interest in things broader than yourself to kind of get there. I mean, heck, look at Elon you know, Musk, one of the most, I don't know, for better for or accurate, un- inaccurate, touted yeah. innovators. <laughs> the dude touches on everything he can.
0: Yeah. By the way, congrats to Elon. Uh, I think he just had a baby boy this morning or late last night. So Is that
1: why he's selling all his positions?
0: That's like his new thing. <laughs> Maybe so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I tweeted earlier. I was like, "That kid is going to have a interesting life." <laughs> you can say that. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you a a question here. If you had to choose something that you, I'm gonna and I'm going to break this into two categories. So hmm. don't you don't have to think about something specific, but and and let me know if this question makes sense. But if you had to choose to become an expert in one of these two, uh, I guess realms or areas, would you choose? something smart or something fun. So examples, smart, you know, economics, finance, uh, chess, something mm. like that. Fun, you know, you would be an expert in fishing or gardening or, you know, hiking fun. or something along those lines. Fun. Yeah. You would choose fun. Go, why, why fun. Why is that? Cause yeah.
1: I mean, I, you know, I want to say smart, but um, yeah. fun. I mean, cause that's where I'd rather spend my time.
0: Yeah. Do you see like a, uh, cause it seems like there's a rise of people, at least maybe, maybe I'm in my own bubble, but for example, I've talked about uh, like meat eater podcast. Love it. I think it might be the best podcast in the world, Uh, but it's, it's for a niche audience. You know, these guys are into hunting, fishing, the outdoors, very, very smart guys, funny. Like it's a great, great podcast, but they're focused more on the fun. So they might not get the kind of credit that they may deserve for being smart in a fun area. Right. Mm. But, but to me, it's like, those guys are having more fun again, to use the the, the term fun. Uh, they're having more fun on their podcast than, you know, someone who's doing, you know, an economics or a finance or, or a chess well, you know, or what have you. To be fair, a number, I mean, that's people in chess and in
1: economics or a number of those people who are in that may consider what they do quite fun. Yeah. So I, I don't want to take anything away that's true. from that, but, For me, if I were like, yeah, become an expert in something, regardless of, I would want it to be something fun, something I enjoy. I mean, something that is. I think it's easier to spread that way, and I think that's the word "niche" is super interesting too. And uh, Mm. distinguishing, you know, what's the difference between being niche and being a specialist?
0: Yeah, that's a good point too. And I've actually kind of fought with that on developing this podcast. So I'm just getting started. Got a couple episodes in. Uh, Should I go niche? Or should I go just broad and talk about whatever I want? Right. So it's a, it's like an eternal question. Right. And, and you and I, I, I led with this, I think, but you and I have talked about this a thousand times at, in our you know five year friendship or whatever it is. Uh, there's no right answer, but I think you just got to go with what you're interested in. And what I'm interested in is just a little bit of everything. So Why not go for that?
1: Yeah. I think it'll serve you well. And I think that's uh, again, do you want to spend 10,000 hours on a couple of things to become an expert? or Do you yeah. want to spend 10,000 hours on a bunch of stuff? Yeah. I and mean, I guess maybe that's the that, that, that's, that's way to ask yourself. Where do you want to spend your next 10,000 hours? Yeah. And I'll just and tell you right a, now, based on my personality, a, it's not going to be in one thing.
0: I no, I can't. No. i just not built that way. So if you ha- So if you... Had to answer this email for me. <laughs> uh, what What do you think? It, and, and and it can be something simple. I think I got a couple. I got you. Here you go. Uh, things down. Okay, go ahead. Here All you right, go. Shoot. Here, here's yeah. what I Um,
1: here's how you find. Here's how you become a specialist. Find mm-hmm. the most random narrow niche that somebody else. Here's how you find your specialist as a generalist. You find okay. a very narrow, random uh-huh. niche to focus on, and for your audience and your group. Here's what I'll tell you: you should go. You should be an expert home mini golf player. <laughs> that should be what
0: it is. <laughs> I'm working towards it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll share this on uh, Twitter again at bump Bailey, but yeah, there's a cool, uh, cool story come out today, I guess about some of our home mini golf escapades Griff shout out. Cause he's a Griff baby model. Now. That's right. Tampa front Bay page. newspaper there. Yeah. Front page. So do you think, So kind of related to that, I thought this is where you were going to go. But when I answer this email, should I choose one of the two or three topics that I'm actually pretty knowledgeable about? Or should I choose kind of the numbers four or five that I'm somewhat knowledgeable about? And then take the next however many weeks until this team builder comes up to study my ass off about it. Oh, man. Um... You know what I mean?
1: Uh, see what I, would you do i'd go i'd go the i'd go the i mean i'd, I'd go the route i recommend i just do something really random that yeah. that people probably <laughs> didn't do i mean again be a, i'd be a relative yeah. expert i wouldn't worry about being an actual expert because i don't think no. that's what you're dealing with here i mean i, I would be a relative expert because i think that's would be yeah. more interesting heck i think if you look at the the most popular ted talks for example mm-hmm. they're not at least you know proves you know I, there could be a better study if somebody wants to go become an expert in this and, and research this deeper. They can and disprove this, but I bet you the most popular TED talks tend to be more done by um, yeah. on a generalist topic or general topic uh, mm-hmm. by a specialist or done by somebody who's probably more of a generalist. So yeah. if that's a more interesting one, I'd go that route. I, I'd want you should be more interesting and entertaining in this scenario than you should mm-hmm.
0: uh, the expert. No I like it so all right I, I will update you and i 'll update the podcast listeners um, at the end of the day on Twitter uh, what I went with because i don't I still don't know I got what four more hours basically in the day uh, to be determined but what would, yeah, you, I, like, do? What would you do now?
1: What would you do if you
0: had to choose it right now on the podcast? What would be one or two that that you're that you're thinking of well I had to, I, I, my top two are both sports related and that 's kind of kind of embarrassing in a way because um Again, at this point in my life, maybe I should be uh, no. smarter on topics besides sports. No. Sports um, are amazing, especially now. Yeah, they are. So so my number one was baseball. My number two was college football. Glenn and I, by the way, uh, side note, have a college football podcast, neutral site Hashtag podcast. Neutral yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I would consider myself fairly knowledgeable about college football. But I'm actually – this is going to sound weird, but I, I just recorded and released a podcast earlier today, actually – uh, I, I consider myself like a quasi—not uh, expert's not the right word—quasi knowledgeable about U.S. Cuba relations. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. about throwing Cuba on there because that, that's kind of random, right? No one else is going to put that, I wouldn't think. Uh, but that will also challenge me to bone up on my knowledge over the coming week. But mm. but right now I'm, I'm super super interested in that topic, and and I think that's a good driver. If I'm interested in it, then why not keep. Uh, researching studying reading uh so i think i might put that man is that weird no no again where do you want to spend your next 10,000 hours yeah well probably not 10,000 hours on that but maybe the next uh you know few hours you know a few days on that <laughs> but, um yeah. So, yeah yeah so that might be my that might be my answer but to be determined i like it yeah all right glenn i think we're going to wrap it up at this point thanks for joining again i'll give you a proper outro Uh, after we hang up here but um any any parting words or anything you want to share or um, anything related to this topic you want to close with
1: oh man uh Uh, i would say if you think you're a generalist go to marginal revolution and and see and if you start visiting it every day then you just confirm that
0: there you go all right i like it and i agree because like i said I'm visiting it every day now and I enjoy it. So, Glenn, thanks for joining. I will let you know when this is coming out. Um, This was interesting and um, I hope uh, listeners found it interesting. So, thanks, Glenn. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Thanks, Houston. All right. See you. Bye.